I'm Tara. And I'm Ashley. Each week, two movies battle it out in a bracket-style competition to find the ultimate romantic comedy. This is The Trope Report. Hey, Ash. Hey, Tara. This week, we're discussing Leap Year versus Amelie. Leap Year is a number 14 seed with a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Amelie is a number three seed with an 89%. Um, can you believe this? That Leap Year I is a 23? I can believe this. No. <laughs> Amel- okay. Amelie you can believe is- it? No. Listen, <laughs> Amelie 100% is a top tier movie when i watched this again i had previously seen it i love this movie i was like now this is this is high quality right here yeah leap year though it's one of my faves so it shouldn't be a 14 i thought leap year was gonna be more mid quality you know like i agree 60th but a 23 percent wait you know what look at what the audience score for this movie is because that's it should be a hundred percent. I completely agree with that. Um, I think that this needs to be more middle, if not middle high. Audience score is only a forty-seven percent. What the heck? I mean, that's at least closer to what we're saying as a middle. Yeah, I thought this was a fun I, movie. I thought and you the know audience what? score would be a hundred percent. You know what? I also my first note that I took during this movie is mm-hmm. this is Ash's movie. She loves mm-hmm. Ireland. She mm-hmm. loves the Rolling Greens. This is I love her. The Greens. I went to Ireland in September and I came back and I couldn't stop talking about that grass. <laughs> you said you that, were rolling around in it. I was. I would walk five minutes and then I would lay in the grass. You're crazy. I had had a skirt, because it was kind of warm there. I had a skirt and a tank top on, and I was laying in that grass. Not an itch. Not a single itch the entire time. And you know what? I also love them cows. Them cows look so happy there. Oh, my God. I was about to move there. I was like, I could just lay in this grass with this breeze for hours. So green, so plush. Do you think that... Literally the day she got back, she started researching jobs there. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she debated moving there immediately. Um, but my, I, I just want to say before we start, mm-hmm. I'm afraid uh-huh. because I know you. You're a Gen Z, right? Is that what yeah, it is? And you need too many things, too much stimulation at once. And <laughs> I'm afraid that you. Okay. Are not going to have paid attention to Amelie at all. And it's one of the best quality, high quality, amazing movies ever. Okay, and look. I think that you're not going to give it enough credit. And I think we're going to get in a fight in this episode. Okay, hold on. You haven't even heard my thoughts on Amelie. I know, but this is how I'm coming into this. This is my first time watching Amelie. Yes, I hadn't seen it before. Yes, I did not know that it was subtitled. So mm-hmm. immediately I, I was to tell like, you that. well, because normally I watch these movies as I'm cooking dinner, as I'm, you know... Can't do that with Amelie, you know? Mm-mm. Full undivided um, attention. But I did love it. Oh, I loved my God. It. Thank God. Thank God. I thank thought God. it was so artistically pleasing. Uh, mm. Well, wait, wait, wait. Before okay, we get well, into yeah, it. Yeah, let's not get into it now. We're discussing Leap Year first. Let's jump into that. Let's hear a synopsis. Okay. And I have been trying to do better about my summaries. So okay. For a period of time, <laughs> you had the worst. <laughs> She was not prepping, guys, and she was winging it, and it was obvious. I was winging it, and you know what? It gets the gist across, though. Yeah, it does. The one time I tried to wing it, because I wanted to see if I could do what she did, was for four weddings and a funeral. And what was my synopsis, if anyone can remember? It was, there was four weddings and a funeral, and and that's the movie. And And you know what? That was the movie. That summed it up, I thought. Okay. But since we're no longer, like, stepping through every plot point, I thought maybe we should, maybe I should put a little more effort into the summary. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Let's hear it. Anna, played by the always lovely and charming Amy Adams, mm-hmm. has, been ante- has been anticipating a proposal from her longtime boyfriend, Jeremy, played by Adam Scott. Mm-hmm. Love him. When it doesn't come, she takes things into her own hands and decides to follow him to Dublin, where tradition allows the woman to propose to the man on leap day. However, when her plane gets grounded in Wales, she must put her trust in the gruff, sarcastic Irishman, Declan, to get her to Dublin by leap day. Mm-mm-mm. Woo! 
I love this movie. Okay. Talk about a fun adventure. This is such a fun adventure. Right off the bat, my nephew's name is Declan, so that has really marred this movie for me. Because now I'm like, I'm, you know. Yeah, I guess that's true. I think of my nephew every time his name is I know, but if you set that aside, I mean, this is adorable. And it has a gorgeous backdrop. Um, Fun fact, I I looked up, was this actually filmed in Ireland? It was, but off on the islands mostly. Mm. Um, It wasn't really filmed on the mainland at all, so... I have a fun story about this, too. Oh. <laughs> when I was in Ireland, we took a bus tour to the Cliffs of Moher, mm-hmm. um, which, like, the final proposal scene takes place there. No, it doesn't. You... Yes, it does. Well, it's, yeah, it's on the islands. That's not it. No, it's at the Cliffs of Moher. So, oh, the really? Guy... Yes. Because the guy who was giving a tour, he was like, there have been three movies that have <gasps> filmed at the Cliffs of Moher. Can anyone name one of them? And I said, Leap Year! <laughs> oh my god! And he was like, yes, and fun fact, we hate that movie in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> why? And so I was trying to figure out why, and I okay. guess it does kind of give into the stere- like the Irish stereotypes. I need to ask my cousins if that's actually the case. Yeah, Tara has actual cousins in Ireland. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I maybe mean, I, they hate this movie too. But he was maybe. like, he was like, we like the Banshees of Inisherin. However, you pronounce that. Oh my Have God. you seen that one? This is listen. This is a freaking fun movie. So everyone needs to just shut up and watch it and yeah. just have a good time. How about give it a chance? Yeah, give it a chance. Anyway, <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's start from the top. <laughs> Adam Scott, who is one of my faves, he from, he's from Parks and Rec, which you're now yes. watching. I'm now been. watching. Yeah, so good. Tara's watching. Okay, any, I know this is slightly off, but any, we're like on season three or four now, anything with little Sebastian the pony. I love little Sebastian. Is one of the funniest things I've ever, we it's were crying so laughing at the funeral. It's so funny. I told laughing. you you would like this show. I don't yeah, know why it took good. you so long I don't know. to watch it. I, don't I mean, know. do you love Ben? I love everyone on the show. I love everyone, but I would just like to marry Ben. Um, when I watched but it Andy, for the first, but Andy is when so I watched adorable. it for the first time in like middle school, I was like, "What is this Ben guy's deal? What a dork!" And now as an yeah. adult, I'm like, "Give Ugh, me Ben we love a dork. any day." We love a dork. Andy, I love Andy, but I could not deal with that mess. That's true. That's the true. The kid eats off of frisbees. Like yeah. I can't. I can't. Fair do enough. That. Fair enough. <laughs> Anyway, back to it. Back okay. to it. <laughs> and he's from one of my favorite shows, Severance, as well. I'm I still have to freaking watch that. I don't know why JC won't watch that, and I keep meaning to watch it. But you know, every time we sit down Does, for TV, he's doesn't like it's a little like, sci-fi. I don't. Know I thought what he would like sci-fi. You would think. Um. Yeah, I'm obsessed with that show. I think about it every day, probably. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> Did you watch? What's the show? That's a show. I, I mean, that's a movie I think about every day. What? Um, it just came out. Murder <laughs> on the dance floor. Oh, Saltburn. That's something about it? <laughs> that messes me up every day when I think about it. I mean, it, this year was a great year for Irish men in cinema because Killian yeah. Murphy with Oppenheimer also. True, true that. And then Barry Keoghan for Saltburn. Yeah. Great year for the Irishmen. Yep. Great year. Was leap year. Get back into it. We got <laughs> yeah, to. Let's get back into it. So she thinks Adam Scott's going to propose. He doesn't. And she gets the idea from her dad who tells her that her grandmother proposed to her grandfather on leap day because it's a yep. tradition in Ireland. So light bulb. She thinks, perfect. I'm going to. He's going to a business trip in Dublin. I'm yep. going to fly there, surprise him and propose on leap day. She's a goal getter. She's a total like type she a. needs everything perfect. Type A, mm-hmm. yes, completely. So she's determined. Mm-hmm. Her flight gets grounded in Wales, and there's no. I was it a storm or something? I don't know, but there's no flights yeah. going in or out. The only way you're gonna get there is you know figure it out. Logistically, this doesn't really make sense because no. Wales is past Ireland, and then. Dublin is closer to Wales than where she ends up, which is Dingle, is back on the other side of 
of Ireland. Doesn't really make sense how she ends up in Dingle. Not she a takes lot a of boat. the plot points make sense in this movie, but you just yeah. gotta pause, but it's pause and yeah. disbelief and just go along for the ride and buy yes. into the fun of it. Yeah. So she ends up in this little dinky bar. She's wet from the rain and she needs a taxi or some mm-hmm. someone to drive her to Dublin. Yep. Um, and then this is where we meet Declan, our male lead of the movie. Opposite attract, they immediately hate each other. There's an yeah. immediate tension. And I'm, I'm loving it. Don't you? It's so fun. It's so fun. Yes. She's like, oh, my phone's dying. Um, can I use your phone to call the taxi company? And so they give her the number to the taxi company and she picks it up. And he's like, she's like, what do you mean you don't drive American redheads? How do you know what color hair I have? And it's Declan. Declan yeah. made her go through all these hoops just for him to be the taxi guy. I love it. I love the banter. It's so yeah. fun. And, then and you we- just know, you see that they're just going to have this feisty little relationship in the future. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Immediately butting heads. She stays there for the night because it's also an inn. Of yep. course, she's so high maintenance, so she has to plug in all her little gadgets and blows yep. out the electricity. Shuts down the whole yeah. village. Yeah. <laughs> what a bad foot to start on. Then they start their journey. Yeah. Also immediately bad. So yeah. they stop. There's cows in the road. And then the car rolls off into the water because she forgot to put on the parking brake. He's type B, she's type A. Mm-hmm. She goes out and tries to usher the cows away, and yeah. he's just trying to chill and wait for them to cross because he knows what this is about. She's... And she's like, no, I need to get to Dublin, and I can get this done, and tries to yeah. usher them off. And, of course, then she steps in cow poop. She leans mm-hmm. on the car. The brake isn't on, and it rolls all the way down the hill. Now the car is gone. Okay, now she says, I'm going to walk to Dublin. Which this is insane. Is a, and you know what? I looked it up because at the beginning I was like, what the hell? And when I was watching this, Dingle to Dublin is a three-day walk. And you know what? They do make this a three-day walk. So that is an accurate thing <laughs> about the movie. But because they, you see them, them yeah. journey for three days. But that is insane that she thinks she's going to walk to Dublin in heels. That's insane. She, yeah. I mean, And her Louis Vuitton thinks- suitcase. Oh, yeah. She has this Louis Vuitton suitcase, and he calls the suitcase Louis the whole time. It's very charming. Yeah, it is. It really is. So she starts walking to Dublin, and she's, what's it called when you put your thumb out? Hitchhiking. Hitchhiking. She's going to hitchhike. Have you ever hitchhiked? Of course not. No, you just picked up that homeless person that one time. That's it? (laughs) Um, I can't believe you remember that. First of all, when I picked them up, I did not know they were homeless they told me they were a veteran who needed help getting home because they walked too far from their house. And they were a little old lady. Huh. A little old and lady. Then, I didn't know it was a little old lady. I got scammed. I had two of my friends in my backseat. And they have hated me ever since. For, <laughs> <laughs> for like a year, my friend's mom wouldn't let her dr- like ride with me anymore. She's like, you can't, you can't ride with I Ashley anymore. I think you're anymore. unstable. But this little old lady came up to me and she was like, oh, I need, I need your help. I need to, I, I'm a veteran and I, I walked here, but I can't, like, I'm too tired to walk home. Please just help me get home. No. Okay. So. As a little girl, that's I the last the thing we should be doing. 17 year old gal. Last thing that you should be doing. I'm all for helping people, but not yeah. when you're a little helpless little girl trying to pick and someone up. And I was up. like, Sure. She was like, it's only like a five minute drive or something like that. Oh my God. And so she gets in the car and I'm like, okay, can you just tell me how to get to your home? Immediately we knew this was a bad idea because this woman had no clue where she was directing us. <laughs> and so then she how was do like, you yeah. get someone out of your car? She like, was like, yeah, make a, make a right here. And then like, she was clearly just looking around and she eventually like, we found our way into a townhouse area uh, and she got out and she's like, yeah, yeah, I live here. I live here. Um, she clearly didn't live there. She was just oh knocking God. on doors, asking people for money. Wow. And then she became infamous in my town for, like, riding around. She, I don't know where she got this electric scooter from, but she got an electric scooter, and she would just ride the highways all day, <laughs> asking people for money. Oh, my God. And everyone, actually, all of my friends after that eventually have been scammed by her one way or another. 
you you know what you really should have done if you really wanted to help her was just make her a GoFundMe page. Hmm. Yeah. And maybe I mean, I did give her after I dropped her off. I don't know how this happened, but I did give her all the money in my wallet, which was like <gasps> ten, twenty bucks because I was a broke <laughs> high school student. But you know what? I probably made that money lifeguarding or something. Oh my god! Oh, can I just get some money for food too, or something like that? And my my friends have never let me live it down, as they should. No, I've learned from it. I did get scammed a few more times in my lifetime. Never let them in my car, though. Good. Um, But I've learned from it, and I'm a more sheltered person now. (laughs) (laughs) Because there was also the time. Remember when I thought that um this guy was asking for a mask that was homeless and i came around and gave like was gonna give him a mask and some money and then i was like he was like what the fuck is this i was like i thought (laughs) i thought i thought you wanted a mask because i thought he was recent because this is covid yeah i thought i thought he was deaf and i thought he was signing the word well he was signing mask i think he was just telling me to smile after I learned looked back at it like just motioning for me to smile as I was I hate when people tell me to smile oh my god I I circled back around and gave him like one of my reusable masks like a clean one and I had cash to give him he was like what the fuck is this I was like didn't you didn't you want this and he was like uh I want a girlfriend so how about you take me home with you or something what Ash, no! And then I just, he took, I, you know, I have to tell you what, though, he did take the mask and he did start wearing it on that corner every day when he was asking for you money. So difference. you know what? I could have saved his life. You made a difference. <laughs> See, everyone, this just goes to show you shouldn't be a good person and you shouldn't help people. <laughs> Turn your back on the knee. <laughs> oh my god and you know what that's what these people do in leap year she nice little transition (laughs) she tries to get hitchhike a ride with these guys and they steal her louie and drive Mm -hmm. off and they're just left walking but they do keep walking and they stumble i mean at this point they've they did separate ways though like so they're walking yeah they're walking on their own so she goes in she comes across another pub so she goes in um to freshen up or whatever yeah and she sees the guys that stole her bag and she confronts them and things are getting a little rough a little yeah. scary and yeah declan comes in and saves the day oh love fights it. them off and gets her bag back love it they get kicked and now they're out. back together yeah they need to keep walking together again and this is my favorite part of the movie is when they get to the train station yeah and they're going to try and catch a train to Dublin, but they have, like, 30 minutes to wait. So at the top of the hill behind them, they have a mm-hmm. castle, and Declan's like, let's go up there and see the castle. We have 30 minutes. And she's like, I don't want to. I want to wait right here. And he's like, suit yourself. But then she follows him because mm-hmm. you're thinking it's right behind you. You can always catch the yeah, train. Yeah, and there was, like, a dog waiting there that she was scared of. Yeah, true. So she follows him up the hill to the castle. And he starts to tell her this old love story, basically, yeah. about yeah. a woman who's with the wrong man um, and calls off. It was a sweet story, and we, right? Like, we, it was, like, cute, but then at the end, she's like, you're trying to sleep with you're me. You're hitting you're, on me, aren't yeah, you? You're, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why would you jump to that? But whatever. Because the story does mirror, like, what's happening in their life right now, mm, which is she's mm. trying to race to Dublin for this man that's not yeah. right for her. Yeah. And this Irish knight in shining armor, you know, yeah, comes enough. into play. So she's like, you're trying to hit on me. And then, of course, the train pulls up. And they're While they're the up there. The, Love they're it. They're still at the top of the hill. And it's raining and it's muddy. All the, No, all of a sudden it starts downpouring. Yeah. I love when that happens. It's so outrageous. All of a sudden it starts downpouring. It's muddy. Yeah. She's racing down the hill, falling all about, getting muddy. They miss yeah. the train. Oh, boy. And what do they have to do? The conductor's like, come back to my place. I have an Airbnb. Not an Airbnb. A bed and breakfast. <laughs> a bread and breakfast. Minus the air. Yeah. And then it's him and his wife. And basically, I love, I love a it. little... 
a little role play. They have to to pretend. Yeah, (laughs) they have to pretend that they are husband and wife in order to stay because otherwise you can't have two unmarried people staying in this bed and breakfast. They're a very traditional couple running this hotel, Mm -hmm. so they pretend to be married. Love it. And oh no, there's only one bed. Who's gonna stay? (laughs) (laughs) Stay in the bed, and then one person's gonna sleep in the the bathtub, the the shower, shower or something. And he's like. Heads I win, tails you lose. Yeah. Which is... Which she doesn't catch on until later that that means she's always going to lose. So she gets the shower at first, but then whatever. Then he takes the shower. Whatever it is, but they go to dinner and they are going to cook dinner for everyone. Yeah, they cook dinner for everyone. And this is where we start to get to know them and see how compatible they are. They get to know each other. They're actually talking. They're working together. And you can see that... Things are sparking, people. Things mm-hmm. are really getting going. And then at dinner, this is the this, we- is, yeah. this is the part <laughs> where they lose me. They're losing me. I feel like they always do something like stupid like this in these movies. Basically, they go around the table and all the couples have to make out, which is like a little it's weird. So bizarre. But of course, they just kiss on the cheek, right? And then they're like, "No, yeah, more the couples than are that." Like, it's your turn to make out in front of us now. <laughs> They're like, oh, she, she goes, oh, we did that earlier, actually, so we're okay. <laughs> but of course, then they go and they make out and you can see this is a good one. Like you mm-hmm. see the way that they are playing this. You see that they're both like, oh, wait, I'm in yeah, love with like, this, this person. Is good. And yeah. then you can see they start to pull away, but then they're like, oh, but I don't want to pull away. I want to keep doing that. Yes. So it's good. good stuff. It's good stuff. <laughs> that night when they try to go to bed they of course have to sleep in the same bed because they mm-hmm. feel bad right you can mm-hmm. stay here yeah, you don't have you to sleep, sleep in the shower yeah. and you have that scene where they're both laying and facing away from each other and then they slowly turn in and then you see them like do they catch looking at each other or something like that and they immediately like mm-hmm. so away. much tension the yeah. tension is insane yeah. in the scene yeah. Love it. And then next day, they find out no trains on Sunday. Nope. Of course. Can't and go to Dublin. <laughs> she she asks if they can borrow the owner's car to go to Dublin. He's like, oh, sorry, yeah. my wife's out. And she's not going to be back for a while because it's a long ride to Dublin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> How did this what? not come up? Yeah. How did this not come up? Are you kidding me? So what do they have to do? They got to keep hiking. Yep. Um, as they're walking, it starts to hail, which is, this was weird. They were arguing, and when it yeah. starts to hail, she just immediately starts laughing, and it's, like, made her day. No, she, goes, <laughs> she assumes, she assumes, <laughs> she assumes at first that he's hitting her with rocks. And at first, she's so mad, and yeah, she's like, but- why are you hitting me? Then realizes it's hail, and yeah, Which, then she's like, this yeah, is he's hilarious. Like, he's like, I reckon it's hailing or something. And she's like, ah! <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Hail is not fun. That hurts. No. You are just in such they- bad mood. What? What is... Ha- and then, yeah. So then they storm into a church, and yeah. there's a wedding going on, so they crash the wedding. Mm-hmm. The pastor will take them to the nearest town whenever where they can take a bus to Dublin this after is- the wedding. I this is my part. least favorite oh. scene. <gasps> the Are wedding? you kidding the actual, me? Like the reception? The wedding they... is my least favorite scene because the whole time I know what's coming. And I'm just cringing at when her shoe falls off. Oh, yes, you're right. That part is bad. But Ugh. one of my favorite parts is the couple, the... Um, wife is giving a speech at the reception and it's so sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is cute. But I'm telling you, I can't enjoy any of this wedding because I know what's coming. Basically, she finally lets loose a little bit and she's on the dance floor and they're dance, whatever. She's being swung Mm -hmm. around by the sky and her shoe flies off a high heel. The high heel flies and hits the bride in the forehead, leaving a giant gash in the forehead. Mm -hmm. And the bride is just like, it's okay. At least it wasn't my husband joking around. And mm. then she laughs and spills her wine on the bride's on dress. The w- wedding dress. Yeah, that's cringe. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. And she gets so drunk and she's depressed and she's like sitting down by the water uh, at, at the reception. He comes up 
And there's this whole scene where it's by moonlight and you think that they're going to make out. And she's basically mm-hmm. saying that not she's in love with him, but she's totally egging it on type of a thing. Yeah. And then they're about to kiss and she throws up on her his feet. Oh, my God. Yeah. This whole thing is just cringe, 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 mm-hmm. cringe, cringe. I hate it. Okay, well, I love the speech. It's like, <laughs> isn't that a classic Irish speech? Yeah. Though? The, uh, is you it? shouldn't. Um, I hope that you never lie, cheat, or if you steal, have to lie, if you have to lie, lie with lie me with all me. the nights. Yeah. yeah. If you have to steal, steal my heart. If you have yeah. to cheat, it's, cheat death because I can't live without you. It's very no. Listen, it's and very, it was gorgeous setting. It's on yes. one of the lakes, and it's just so that green. And was beautiful. a gorgeous setting. Yes. Yeah. Um, that got me in the mood for love. Yeah, but yeah, they just quickly ruin it. Um. So anyway, the next morning, she wakes up. Now, this is a cute scene. Now mm-hmm. we're back to being, I'm not cringing anymore. She wakes up on the park bench, laying his well, her yeah, head the pastor, in his... The pastor drove them to the nearest town where they're waiting for yes. a bus. So they slept yeah. on a park bench together. Yeah. yeah. And she wakes up and sees him. And he had, like, covered her with a blanket and, and got her there, right? Because she was basically blackout. Mm-hmm. And um, she wakes up and goes into the shop you see her leave but you don't know where mm-hmm. she's going and you think maybe she like takes her suitcase and everything Did maybe she, take she the actually bus? is leaving because yeah. you hear the bus in the background and he gets up and he thinks sees the bus go away bus, he yeah. runs up and he's so mad because he thinks that he missed her and she left without saying goodbye and you could see he's so distraught and it's so cute and then she comes out and she witnesses all of this what mm-hmm. was she actually doing? She was getting them coffee and train tickets. And she sees how distressed he is. And you could see she's happy about it. Mm-hmm. She knows that he has a crush on her. Yeah. And then they get and on the bus. And she does not have to get both of them bus tickets. He's I like, know. What? But she was Am like, I going with you? And she's like, I paid you to take yeah. you all the way to Dublin. And that's what you're going to do. Woohoo! <laughs> Giddy! So, and they so go to- then... This yeah. really should just be the giddy report and not the trope report because all of these every episode I'm saying how giddy I am watching these. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so they're in they Dublin. take the bus and they're so cute. She's sleeping on his yeah. shoulder again. They get to Dublin and they just kind of walk around and spend a little bit of the day together before she even mm-hmm. sees her like boyfriend mm-hmm. at all, right? <clears throat> and they're talking about how. He, she's like, oh, I see why you didn't want to go to Dublin. Your ex-fiance or wife was, is living here. And, oh my God, I forgot to ask you. The question that keeps coming up throughout the movie is, he says to her, if you, if there's a fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, what would you bring? Okay, the question is, if there's a fire and you only have like five seconds to get out, what's the one thing, the most valuable thing that you're grabbing? And you can't say like, your family or your cat okay you can't say i was gonna say obviously i'm grabbing pumpkin my cat no i would you can't I would die for him Are you, you can't say that you're grabbing pumpkin though like what's one okay. item one item and i asked my parents this too mm-hmm. and unfortunately we were all just like we have to think logically in this like we're just grabbing our like phone and wallet like what else do you really need your phone has everything um what could you well, really but need? You, you have your phone on you. What that? I feel like that doesn't count. Uh, okay, then what's one thing that I'm grabbing that's not my phone because it's always on me? Um, what do I have that's I'm sentimental like, about? Do I have nothing sentimental to me? Like I'm wearing my r- wedding ring too, so I wouldn't take that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, what on earth? So basically, in the movie. She doesn't answer, but he says his mother's clattering. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out later that his ex-wife has the clattering and it's like his most prized possession and he doesn't mm-hmm. have the balls to get it back. Yeah. But by the end of this movie, you see when they get to Dublin, he does go meet her and he gets that ring back and finally confronts her. Are you still thinking about an item? I am. I am still thinking. <laughs> I have no clue what I would bring. Like, really, like your whole house is burning down what are you grabbing i mean maybe i'm grabbing my laptop i don't know i mean it is brand new (laughs) yeah it's brand new (laughs) and like you have all your photos and stuff on your laptop now i know i have it on my google like yeah i guess that's true because but back in the day would have been like oh you gotta grab your photo albums 
True. Because it's sentimental and you can't get those back. But now we have our all of our photos on Everything's our on the cloud. Yeah, everything's on the cloud. Maybe I could... Can I hike my wedding dress out? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I would have... Yeah, unfortunately, I, really I think that I would think logically and I just grab like cash and electronics. My passport. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. You don't want the hassle of doing that again. Yeah. My house is yeah, burning down. I'm grabbing my passport and I'm immediately flying to Italy countryside and buying a little chateau there. I'm or grabbing Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> I'm I'm bringing That's the only other thing I can think of is like I would bring my I would want to bring my books, but that's too heavy. You can't carry all your books yeah, that's out. So heavy. But those are the only thing of like real sentimental value I have where it's like you know, books that I've had since I was little and I reread over and over again. Yeah. Well, so if that... anyone has anything better, write in and tell us because clearly, <laughs> clearly we have issues and are not sentimental. So let us know. Yeah. Um, okay. So basically, this is the end of the movie. We're wrapping up. He drops her off at the hotel. Tension is high again because mm-hmm. they have to say goodbye to each other. Mm-hmm. And they part ways for a second, right? And they turn around and they're like, wait a minute. But then you see the boyfriend come in and he immediately fucking proposes to her in front of Declan. Yeah. And it's so uncomfortable. And then Declan just walks away and leaves. Mm-hmm. And you see her, her name's Anna. Is her name Anna? Anna, right? I don't know. Yeah, Anna, Anna. Anna is basically pauses for a while and everyone in the hotel lobby is staring at them mm-hmm. and he's like oh, are you going to answer you can see she's just thinking about Declan and the yeah. adventure that they just came off of but it's and what it's hard because if I was in her situation I would be thinking the same thing where it's like oh I've spent of years course. with this guy and Declan who I have a better connection with I've only known three days three days so can I just call off and engage like stop the engagement that I've been waiting on I know. I've known three days. It's a predicament because you would just hope that she'd have more time to mull it over with Declan, but she's yeah. immediately proposed to. And so she says yes, finally, and they go back to Boston in their fabulous new penthouse. And mm-hmm. the worst thing ever happens because we find out as he's talking to friends, the only reason that he proposed is because he knew that they had to be married to get this apartment because this is a high end specialty apartment. And they only let in basically married couples. Kind of throwing it back to the B&B. Uh-huh. And so she's like, are you kidding me? And he was like, I figured we would probably get married eventually. But, like, basically on the phone mm. with the apartment lady, I knew that we had to get... Are you kidding me? Could you think of anything less romantic than that? So she's yeah. heartbroken. I mean, and I would it... have left him then and there. Yes. Well, she I basically does. I don't think does. we need this... Yeah, but she. we have this next part where she... But during I like this, this scene. During this engagement party, she pulls the fire alarm. Mm-hmm. And everyone's rushing out. And she's just standing there waiting to see what he grabs. And what does he grab? Exactly what we said we would grab. Yeah. The, all the, the electronics. But, you know, and, what, did, like, what did she want him to do? Grab her? I don't know. Like, like what, of course. What, would have changed, what could he have done to change her mind in that moment? I don't. That part I don't understand. Because, like. I don't know. I just feel like I would be shouting to JC and I'd be like, get what you can get out. Like, let's go. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be like, let me grab JC and run out. Like, I, I'm yeah. not sure what she's looking for here. Um, I think it's extremely logical and makes sense to grab the electronics. <laughs> so, but with that, she's done. She doesn't want to see him anymore. She and disappears. So, in yeah. wins. Yeah, she no does goodbye. seem like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> she's just he turns around and she's gone. Yeah, and so she basically is jetted off to Ireland again, and you can see now she's not wearing her fancy clothing. She's wearing a casual sundress. Her hair's down. She's more. She's a free Lucy. spirit now. Yeah, she's a free spirit, and she goes to his uh little pub, mm-hmm. orders the chicken, complains it's too dry. He comes out storming oh my God, mad. Yeah. And she, and he's like, what are you doing here? And she basically is this, she proposes that let's not make plans together. I want to be yeah. with you. Let's just let's go on a journey. Let's see where this goes. Exactly. Because she's a free spirit. And this is so stupid. He just turns and walks away. <laughs> he walks away. Back into yeah. the back of the pub. And not she's just word. like, okay. 
and then <laughs> and she leaves. goes and stands on the cliffs and just looks out and wallows in her own like <laughs> self-pity <laughs> and this is the worst shot at the cliffs more yeah um and then he finally comes out and he's like where'd you go She's like, you didn't answer me. You said no. You said no. He's like, I didn't say no. She's like, you walked away. But also, that is so stupid to just turn and not say, wait one second. Wait here a second. That is the stupidest thing. Basically, he was going to get the mom's clattering Mm -hmm. and he gets down one knee and he's like, I don't want to make, not make plans with you. Like, I want to spend my life with you. Whatever he says, gets down on one knee, proposes gorgeous shots, sunset in the background stunning she says yes they go on their journey this is a gorgeous final kiss it reminds me of Gorge. the one from pride and prejudice because like the sun yes. is coming in between their faces yes yes yes, yes. and it's Agreed. so green and it's like oh, beautiful great Chef's movie kiss. so fun adorable love the journey fun movie to throw on loved it do we go to amelie Yeah, I think it's time. Okay. Here's my synopsis. Okay. Amelie touches the hearts of anyone who watches, reminding all that it is okay to be different. We follow Amelie through a week of antics that changes her life forever, and it all starts with a discovery behind the bathroom tile. You will fall in love with all the characters we meet along the way as we are taken all over Paris. This is a must-watch for any movie lover. This is a must-watch for any dreamer out there. It really is. What a fantastic, quality, fun movie that just warms your heart. Yeah. It's fantastic. Okay, so at the very beginning, we get these very Wes Anderson-esque shots. Well, actually, what I was thinking is this is exactly of what love on the spectrum one of the best shows on netflix is because they start out by saying exactly everything they like and dislike and you see Mm. those shots saying like so and so likes this likes this likes this and doesn't like these things Mm -hmm. and so that remind like that had my mind going to like okay obviously amelie's on the spectrum so one of us (laughs) was reminded of wes anderson and one of us (laughs) was reminded of a netflix reality show (laughs) No, have you seen it? Love on the Spectrum? No, I've seen it clips is, of it, but... Oh my god, it's phenomenal. It's so good. That's another show that'll warm your heart. And, but... So I, like, clearly... Okay. Amelie, you you see that Amelie is... Slight, like, on the Spectrum, but just slightly she is... Or, like, her family, right? Like, that's the she, feel that you're getting. She grew up in a very cold household, not feeling much love. Very yeah. solitary, like... Mm-hmm. There, She's, she didn't play with other kids her yeah. parents she didn't always show her longed, affection she longed for affection mm-hmm. and for friendship but something was always blocking her from doing that she yeah. couldn't her in own issues had her not being able to accomplish that but she goes on and she moves to paris when she's older um so she definitely can be living her life and functioning it's just that mm-hmm. she's always been different and so at Paris, she works at a little cafe, but one morning she's spritzing herself or something where she drops something. Uh, I think it was she a perfume She was startled cap. by the news of Princess Diana Princess dying. Diana dying on the news. <laughs> Which is a crazy way to start this. I know. I loved it. I thought it was so, like, fitting. Mm-hmm. So that she drops it and it goes along the floor and hits a tile in her bathroom and the tile mm-hmm. falls forward and it reveals that there's this box of memorabilia from the 1950s hidden in her wall Mm -hmm. so she's determined she's like i am going to return this box to the owner i'm going to find the owner this is when we get the introduction of the boy right they they do these flashbacks and they're like this boy who like the belong belongings belonged to yeah the memorabilia belonged to yeah they do the same intro that we got for amelie of what he liked and disliked and how he was they do it for everyone he was surrounded by kids, but he was they were bullying him, so he also felt very yeah. secluded and alone growing up. Um, so, so that's where we start to see that these two characters have very similar outlooks on life. Well, was it, are you talking about the marbles and he dropped all the marbles? 
Oh, maybe this, maybe that scene happened later, but isn't See, it? See, this is my concern is that you watched other stuff or you were cooking while we were watching this movie. But the guy that she returns the memorabilia box to is just a random guy that she sees. Oh. He has a flashback to when he was younger and he was, he had all the, they were just explaining his likes and oh. dislikes, but he had the playground scene where they're playing okay, marbles. I got, I got a mixed he, up. Yeah, but we do, she does run into the main male romantic okay, lead. That's what I'm And. About. He is looking underneath the photo booth, which is peculiar, like Mm -hmm. pulling out old photos from the photo Mm -hmm. booth. And we do see that, yes, he is very similar to her, never was able to make friends, awkward person. Um, But they basically like see each other. And this is kind of a love at first sight. I love this little Mm -hmm. moment. Like they stare at each other and something's clearly there, but then they just run away and go Mm -hmm. on about their business. And they keep doing that for the first couple of meetups that they, Mm -hmm. they see each other. There's like this tension, but then they go about their business. Yeah. Um, But it is so sweet. You see that along the way in this movie, basically she, her first person that she helps is the guy with the box of memorabilia from when he was younger but then once she gets that feeling of how you can see how much the box meant to him and she Mm -hmm. returns it to him from afar like leaves Mm -hmm. it in a place that he's gonna be he discovers it and she watches him because he she's not very good with human interaction Mm -hmm. and it makes her heart sore like and it makes your heart sore too watching how much this means of what she did. And so now this cues, like, she's going to help other people. She wants to yeah. feel this feeling again. Like, you know what I mean? Chase well, that this, feeling. So this was a great... This movie did a really good job of character development because it starts with uh, us, like, them revealing that she's been alone and she's always watched the world from the outside. Like, she's always been an yeah. observer. And she slowly dips her toe into, like, no longer just observing, but being a part of people's stories. Yes. And it, like, progressively gets more and more active throughout the movie until finally it builds up to now it's her story and she's living the story, you know? One, very well said, one of my favorite characters in this movie is the old man that lives below her that she gets Mm -hmm. a friendship with. And he's very, everyone calls him, like, like fragile bones or glass bones or something because he never leaves the house and he's always just painting this is the guy with the garden gnome right no that's her dad okay look i told (laughs) i told you that there was gonna be questions because again this was my first time watching it you've seen it a few times fine 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 so my first time watching it and it's all subtitles so if you look away for a second which like we take notes during this so you okay. away for a second. That's why I paused. Something. I paused and took notes. That's fine. I didn't have time. I'll help you walk through this. Okay. Basically, her mom died at a young age, and it was just her and her dad. Her dad was very cold to her. Her dad mm-hmm. always wanted okay. to travel the world with her mom, but um, he w- he would never travel. Um, he became obsessed with creating a shrine for the mom in the backyard, and that involved a gnome sitting on top of it. He was obsessed with it, kept trying to fix it, would never travel, but always dreamed about it. What she does in the movie, which is so freaking adorable. I really like this part. She sneaked back, and at first you don't know what she's doing. She sneaked back to her dad's house, stole the gnome, and at first you're like, what Mm -hmm. is she doing? Mm -hmm. She sends it all over the world with her, a flight attendant always comes into the cafe, sends Mm -hmm. it with the flight attendant, and the flight attendant sends postcards back to the dad of the gnome in front of different, mm-hmm. like... It was so cute. Like, in Moscow, in New York, all these places. And mm-hmm. the dad's, like... The dad believes that the gnome is really doing this. It is <sighs> the cutest. And what does it do by the end of the movie? It encourages him... Him to start traveling to go and going and travel. to these places himself. Oh, my God. What an adorable little sequence of things. And you mm-hmm. get all these little stories of these people that it's she's affecting. lots of these mini stories where, yeah. It is so sweet, but... One of my favorite characters was that guy that lived below her that always painted the same painting for years. And he's very afraid to leave the house and he's afraid of everything. It's kind of a projection of what she might be like if she just Mm -hmm. stays cooped up and doesn't experience the world. And he helps her by being kind of rude. Not rude, but like pushing her and telling her, you better go and explore things. You know, he's the one that really pushes her to keep going and exploring well, and, and doing things in the world. There's, like, this 
um, comparison throughout the movie. There's this girl that he always girl tries to paint, yes. but he can never get it right. And it's yeah. representative of Amelie. They basically help each other because mm-hmm. then she in turn is also explaining who this girl is and becoming friends with him. And by the end of the movie, he's not painting that portrait anymore. Like he's mm-hmm. trying new, not portrait, but piece like he's trying new things so like you both see them grow throughout the movie it's just Mm -hmm. very very sweet um okay but the main not the main yeah kind of the main is the story with this guy that they keep seeing and even at one scene Mm -hmm. you see that they see each other and then it goes down to a shot of her heart and it's like thumping Mm -hmm. and lights up her heart you can see that they just have this connection between the two of them Mm -hmm. so At one point, she's chasing after him. He doesn't even really notice that she's there at this point, but she Mm -hmm. chases after him, and he drops this photo book. And she takes it back to her apartment and sees that it's filled with all of these photos, leftover photos from the photo booth. Yeah. And they make this whole story, like, there's this reoccurring guy. Guy. But this bald guy. Yeah. And he looks so serious in them. Yeah, and they're like... He's afraid of dying and what's something's wrong with this guy yeah. that he would Why always he go back to the, to the photo, photo booth. booth. So yeah. yeah, like he wants to be remembered. This whole mystery. And I like how her thoughts are basically what he's thinking as well. Mm-hmm. Like you just know that they think the same way. Yeah. They're so made anyway, for each other. They think made the for exact each other. same way. And they're they think like they're just such unique characters where the whole time you're like what is she doing what's her end goal what's her like you can't get into her head like you just can't understand her but this guy just so easily understands her it's just such a good movie so she's going he he posts all over town looking for this like please return my photo book if you Mm -hmm. if you found it so she returns it, but in the craziest way. Yes. And I love it. I like the scene. She basically is like, meet me at this place, calls the phone booth. Next, meet me next to the phone booth. Then she calls yeah. it and tells them, hand the phone to the man with the bag, like the yeah. grocery bag. And yeah. then he picks up and she's like, follow the blue arrows. And he follows the blue arrows. And then it um, leads to one of those people that dresses as statues Yes. And he's pointing to, like, binoculars. And he at goes the to the binoculars the and looks back down to where he started. And she's there. She's there at his motorcycle putting yeah. the photo book back mm-hmm. into his satchel thing. And he mm-hmm. races down because he's like, who is this girl? I, gotta I need to find girl. her. Because he's she- seen her before. Like, they've seen yes. each other before. They know each other, but they mm-hmm. don't know each other. And what I love is before she returned it, she took photos in the photo booth, Mm -hmm. in that photo booth that he's always Uh at, with, like, a Zorro mask on. Yeah. Yeah. And she put it in the photo booth. But at that moment, when she's taking those photos and she opens up to step out of the photo booth, she sees that bald man that's always in Mm -hmm. his scrapbook that they're trying to figure out who it is. And she finally puts together who it is. Mm -hmm. So... He then sees these photos that he... And she does a little racy photo. She fo- does a photo of her stomach with, like, a question mark on it. Yeah. Which I thought was a little, like, ooh la la <laughs> um, And so he's now looking all over town for her and posting those photos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now somehow she... Do they go to the cafe first or does she tell him who that bald man is first? First, it's the cafe. Okay. So, he they he goes to the cafe because she somehow leads she him there? left she left a note for him in something like meet me at this cafe at this time yeah but she's just looking at him and but he sees her and he goes you're the girl from the photo right yes and she goes no no I'm not yeah she's like no I'm not no nope. she took like clearly she asked him there because she was like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna go up and yeah. sit like introduce myself and yeah. she chickens out at the last minute she's riddled with she anxiety she and keeps stopping herself she leaves and then the rumor gets started that he was actually having an affair with a cigarette lady yeah and so then she's like heartbroken and she kind of believes it and no but and the her her friend at the cafe 
puts mm-hmm. slips a note into his jacket. Yes, of where that, him, her, and well, he you don't the, yeah you don't know if he's gonna find it. And then mm-hmm. finally he finds it, and it says meet me at the photo booth place yeah. at the train station mm-hmm. at this time. So he rushes there, and what did she do? She bro- you see that she broke the photo machine on purpose because mm-hmm. who the guy that keeps reappearing in the photo booth he's the mechanic for the photo booth yeah and so finally she like gifted to, him well he takes the photos after he fixes to the machine to make it. sure it works and that's yeah. why there's all these photos of him looking really serious because it's just a part of his job yeah and so she gave to him like something that he was looking for for forever like he built this whole character and he was so curious like who is this man and then it's just the photo booth oh hi pumpkin just the photo booth uh mechanic so he's like even more in love with her now because but this is another point where she almost goes to talk to him and as she's walking over a tram goes by and she stops and he's gone once the tram but like also they just i know we said it before they just get each other and like he gets that too now like he she looked through the book and understood that he wanted to know who this guy was yeah it's like oh my god just these little things so he goes i think he goes back to the cafe because her friend that works at the cafe obviously is like yeah it's amelie who you're looking for i can tell you where she lives i know her right now he knows that she works at the cafe right so Mm -hmm. she he now knows this is basically kind of yeah this is kind of the end of the movie right so he rushes up to her apartment Mm -hmm. and and the whole time out yeah he's knocking and she's just silently standing behind the door and he's like Mm. i'll come back Mm. and so you see him run down the stairs and look out and she looks out the window and you see him standing outside but she's the old man below downstairs that Mm. who's been trying to help it was like you can't be afraid like you need to Mm. go after what you want and so she's like oh my god i have to go after him and she's like gets ready to open the door to run outside and chase Mm. after him and he's right there. Yeah. He's waiting at the door. <laughs> he ran and back then, upstairs too. And then they do this weird, like, she kisses him on the cheek and then the neck. And then... It was, like, And a then little... he did the same thing. But, but I guess the these time, are two awkward people that it was have just never really done this before, I guess. It was just really, really sweet. Yeah. And then... And the old man sleep- is watching them through the... <laughs> through yeah. <his> well, <laughs> then he was, like, basically they sleep together. So at that point... Yeah old man and the little bodega guy have to put down the recording device um but they end up together and it's just absolutely so sweet and then you get a sequence of them just riding his motorcycle all around paris yeah and she's and on the just back freaking adorable it's just the most heartwarming, adorable and like mm-hmm. all of the characters in it have a great arc of just becoming better people basically mm-hmm. except for the bodega guy but we won't even get into that because he's just a bummer yeah, there's a lot. There were so many small storylines that we couldn't get into. Um, but they're just where so she's good. just like manipulating things to yeah make the good guy win and all this. It was just kind I of. I will say it was just fun though. Thank goodness she was using her powers for good because yeah. she could have been a serial killer, no problem. Oh, she would have been the best serial killer there is. She was like cutting out letters and stuff to make like a serial and, like, killer manipulating no. people knowing it would affect them like a week from then or something you know what i mean yeah. like it wasn't just immediate she made copies of people's keys and yeah like, turned back just, this guy's clock and she's a did freaking all, yeah she's a genius she yeah, really she's is a genius, genius. she's 10 steps such, ahead of everyone it's such a cute feel-good movie mm-hmm. another fun fact while we discuss locations Brian, my, you know, who's been on the show, who's my brother, studied abroad in Paris, and he went to the cafe and got creme brulee at the cafe that she works (laughs) at. Uh, Yeah, just fun, 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 fun. Um, Do we do what Rotten Tomatoes actually had to say about these two movies? Yeah, I'm curious what their beef with Leap Year is, for sure. Yeah, I don't understand that. Okay, so... Ron and Tomatoes consensus about Leap Year. Amy Adams is as appealing as ever. Agree. 
but her charms mm-hmm. aren't enough to keep Leap Year from succumbing to an overabundance of cliches and an unfunny script. I was chuckling mm-hmm. here and there, so don't agree with that. I thought it had some funny moments. Yeah. It wasn't a laugh Here's out the loud. Thing. The script itself, like, it wasn't what they were saying that was that was funny, but there were some good, you know, physical comedy moments. You know, them yeah. running through the mud. Yeah. The, the car getting um falling into the water yeah there was got, like these yeah. two old guys that are super superstitious yeah i i, I don't agree with that boo boo to rotten tomatoes, boo, rotten tomatoes you know nothing <laughs> tomato 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 all right you want right, to read the one for a- amelie okay yeah i can do it the feel-good amelie is a lively fanciful charmer yeah showcasing audrey chat Trachu? I should should probably know how to say it. As its delightful heroine. Totally agree. Don't disagree with any of that. Fabulous. Like I said, this is a movie for dreamers, for creatives, for artists. Mm -hmm. Anyone who wants to get whisked away. It's absolutely fantastic. All right, let's get into the ratings. Tropes for Leap Year. I mean, opposites attract. Yep. Enemies to lovers, because they yep. do not get along at the beginning. Fake relationship. They have to fake it at the B&B. Ooh. Only one bed. Mm-hmm. Love something like that. Um, We got Forced proposals. We got weddings. Oh, yeah, the kiss. Proposals, yeah. weddings, always in the background, right? Um, With the wrong person. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a lot. This is I mean, there's tropes. a lot. This was a. Heavy I mean, trope even one. just like the Irish Boston, and like he's just a little guy in the pub. Well, that's opposites attract, right? It's just like mm-hmm. complete opposites. I think this is trope heavy for sure. This was really tropey. This was yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, this is like soup. I mean, I guess uh, Ron Tomatoes had it right that it's full of cliches. Yeah, it is. Um, very very tropey. What are you giving this? nine i think i had eight and a half so i think i'm okay with that yeah i mean this was super heavy yeah all right amelie tropes so Hmm. (sighs) i know it's it's not as you get love at first sight and that that is for sure um grand romantic gesture yes Mm. <laughs> it's not a very trope heavy movie it's a very unique story yeah oh my god um, it's so good um yeah it's really the love at it, first sight in the grand romantic i think yeah and because it's not trope heavy it does almost struggle to feel like a classic rom-com yeah because I you're agree. just like this is so different from every rom-com you've seen before yeah um Man, do we give it a five? Like, it's I really not a tropey that. movie. Yeah. I was thinking that. It yep. has two tropes, I guess, but they're good, well done. And yeah. We get points for that. Very well done. Uh, quality for Leap Year. I think I'm going to go in the quality of, like, what we were saying. Like, this is not a bottom of the barrel Rotten Tomatoes. No, I one. Don't, I, yeah, think I think this is. I think Rotten seven. Tomatoes went too low. Yeah, I think, I think like, a, like a six and a half, seven. I, I have to agree. Like, I feel like it's a similar quality level to, like, a 27 Dresses or something like that. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so what do you think? Yeah, I think seven. Okay, seven. Quality for Amelie, I think this I is mean, a, 10. a 10. I mean, a 10. Yeah, think so. I think it's a 10. I'm so glad that you it's ended just, up enjoying it. It's so well done. It really and is. And it's just, it's beautifully directed and shot. I mean, it really it's just, is. A, a, like, every... Every scene is a piece of art, like, in itself. Mm-hmm. You know? Totally agree. Um, lightheartedness for Leap Year. This is lighthearted. So lighthearted. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is lighthearted. Uh, I mean, this is just literally a little fun little adventure. and It's just a feel-good yeah. movie. Where I you're think- just looking at the gorgeous landscape with two gorgeous people. The only thing that is, like... Oh, like, it's not even like someone died in this, which is usually no. what you have. It's just yeah. that she's trying to get engaged and she get, can't get to Dublin. Like, I think this is yeah. a nine, <laughs> nine and a half. Yeah, I think nine. Okay, nine. Um, Amelie. Now, this is heavier, but, and it has heavy moments, right? Because mm-hmm. she can't, 
she has trouble communicating and connecting with people, but they do everything in such a beautiful way that you yeah i never felt like this is depressing you know i never cried during it so it's automatically higher than some of the movies we've done um but it is kind of a sad premise of these two people that grew up so alone yes and feeling like outsiders yeah and her mom does die in it yeah so it's definitely Um, lower for sure but the way Maybe that they like go about it is beautiful. That's exactly what I wrote. We've been really on the same page lately. I know. To We're think vibing. we started this whole podcast with one of our biggest disagreements <laughs> ever. Say anything versus the wedding date. I mean, yeah. I still stand by everything I said. Anyway. I do too. <laughs> Comedy for leap year. So this has funny moments. I, but it's yeah, not I do think it has hilarious. funny. I do think it has funny moments. Um, I mean, we already listed them. It's got some physical humor. It's got yeah. some, like there are some lines from it that I remember laughing at. I, I remember yeah. laughing at the carrot thing where she's like, "So it's the recipe calls for three medium carrots, but I have two medium carrots and a large yeah. carrot," and he just breaks off the tip. He's like, they definitely try and put carrots. they put humor in, and you get a little chuckle here and there. So yeah. I'm not crying laughing, but I would say I this say has middle comedy. Of the road. Yeah, I would like say seven? middle of the road. I was going to say six and a half, but... Okay. I mean, do seven. you go lower, that's fine. Just like, I don't know, when you compare to really funny ones... Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'll, I'll do seven. I'm fine with seven. Okay. All right, comedy for Amelie. What did I put... I don't know if there was I mean, there was some moments of there are some there is some humor and sometimes the humor is just in it's like situational humor yeah um, because of all the antics she does and seeing her the way that she sees events like how she does the Zoro on the door after she breaks yeah. it into a house yeah um and she had that line about. When her dad first gets the postcards with the gnomes. Yeah. And she's like, well, maybe he just wanted to see the world. Like, yeah. there are, it's, it's almost, it's not like laugh out loud funny at all. Yeah. But it's like witty, I would say, more so than laugh out Agreed. loud Agreed. I think that I would put this just a little bit below leap year. Like a six and a half? Yeah, I think so. Because... They're trying, and I'm wondering if we're losing anything with the English, yeah, maybe French. I don't know. I'm good with six and a half. All right, because they're trying. Yeah. Um, but they're also juggling a ton of things in this movie. There's a lot going on in the movie. Yeah. yeah. All right, romance for leap year. I mean, I have to admit, <sighs> they are learning from each other. They make each other better people. Yeah, I right? do like. I think this is a better romance than some of these other romantic comedies. We see them each in... I mean, I think a good rom-com always starts with, like, two extreme characters that slowly get... See each other's side a little bit more throughout the movie. And, you know, inch closer to, you know, a moderate, well-rounded person. I think we saw that with both of them. Agreed. Um, He became brave enough to get his wedding ring back from his ex... Yeah. She became less rigid and Yeah. Um, realized that what's important actually in life, yeah. not just being type A and, and getting in this expensive apartment and having mm-hmm. this neurosurgeon doctor or whatever it is and wealthy yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah, I, I agree. I think this was a better one for romance. Um And it it just has some beautiful romantic shots, you know. True. You have to take that into consideration. More kiss and Yeah. It's just a gorgeous setting the whole time. So you are feeling the romance. Yeah. Um did he do anything wrong or did she do anything wrong throughout this? That you know what I mean? How sometimes these people just Honestly, I can't really fault either of them for what they because you could say, either. oh, why she accept the proposal? But we already went over, like, yeah, we probably would have done the same thing in that situation. Someone you knew for three days, do you risk everything? Yeah. But she needed a little agree. more time to think about it. And she thought about it and she came around. So completely I really agree. can't fault. I mean, I guess this is high. I'm I'm leaning towards eight and a half I mean, or nine. I am too. Because this movie, <laughs> this oh movie like, 
gives me the butterflies. It makes me feel yeah. so romantic throughout the whole thing. I agree. Like, she throws up on him, and he's still in love with her. Yeah. Okay, nine. I like right? it. Nine? Yeah. And that oh story God. he told at the castle was so romantic. Yeah, yeah. it was just, it was nine. cute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty! <laughs> okay, Amelie for romance. I mean, this is, has to be high. This is high, high, high. This is immediate love connection. They understand each other. Like, they, okay, this is, I would say, might be higher than Leap Year because this I is like a I was going to say next, a nine or a ten, so maybe Yeah, this half. is a next level they totally get each other yeah connection it's like a soul connection yeah totally soul connection yes the only reason why finally finding someone that understands them it's just the only reason i don't say 10 is because we don't get to see them too much together throughout the movie true takes you know so we don't get to we didn't get many of the romantic moments that we get in some of the other rom-coms what do you think? Nine and a half? I think so. I think it's higher than Leap Year. Now I'm thinking Leap Year might be an eight and a half and Amelie is at nine and a half. I don't know. I'm fine with that. Just like when I do compare. But yeah. I do and they both little... have romantic landscapes throughout the whole time. Yeah. I do have a little beef with Leap Year. It was a great kiss, but it was such a cringe like premise for the kiss that True. maybe brings it down a little bit. So eight okay. and a half and nine and a half? I think that's fair. Okay. All right. Final that's scores. <gasps> yes. I don't okay. know how you feel about this. Okay. <sighs> Amelie has a 37.5 and Leap Year has a 40.5. So Leap Year is going forward. I'm not mad at this, honestly, because Leap Year <sighs> is just one of those like classic feel-good rom-coms where Amelie, yeah. I almost feel like is it? it's in its own league. It you really- know? I, I I do agree. I think that it's honestly surpasses Leap Year in quality of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a better movie. I think it's top notch. It's well rounded, but it almost yeah it. It's not gonna go forward with romantic comedy because, of tropes of mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It's like it's not. Yeah. It makes sense, but oh my god, Amelie is such a good movie. Mm-hmm. If it was just based on quality, it would be soaring ahead, but... Yeah. That's not the way this works. Look, All right. a good rom-com isn't always <laughs> a quality movie. That's true. That's one All thing right. that the Bracket has taught us. Yeah. Don't forget to check out the Bracket on our website. The link is in the description. We'll also be posting the final scores. Send us your thoughts on this week's episode at thetropereport at gmail.com. Or check out our Instagram and Twitter at thetropereport, where we post quotes from each episode. If you want even more Trope Report, check out our Letterbox account where we are posting reviews of the movies we have watched. And we now have a YouTube if you want to listen there. <laughs> <laughs> you can get us anywhere. Next week, we'll be talking about Notting Hill and Life as We Know It, another Hugh Grant movie. Yeah, I have to say my heart dropped a little when you said Notting Hill. <laughs> yay! Oh, I yay. do like Life as We Know It. I'm I'm intrigued for next week. I think it's going to be interesting. All right, guys. Until next time. Keep keep it it romantic. romantic.